Welcome to the Who Asked Me podcast, a podcast about whatever I want it to be about. I'm your host, Zell, and every week I'll be talking to you about pop culture, reality TV, all the things in your life that made you happy, and some of them that even made you go, what? So sit back, relax, and have a laugh with me. Hello, and welcome back to another episode of the Who Asked Me podcast. I am solo this week. Um, First and foremost, before we even get started, I have to, have to, have to say thank you to everybody who not only listens to this podcast every single week, but especially everybody that listened last week. Last week, my episode with Emily of She Speaks Bravo was my number one rated episode, like top listens of all time. Um, It was also the most listened to the fastest as well. So all around a great episode, you know, whether you came here because you love Emily or because you love me, you love both of us. I don't care. I'm grateful that you listened last week. That is a huge milestone for me. Um, you know, I, I feel like I show my gratitude all the time to y'all. Like I had no clue what I was doing when I started this and it's still very much so as a huge work in progress. Like I am sitting in my spare bedroom in my apartment in like on a desk and just like, it's just me over here. I cannot stress that enough. It is just me over here. So I really, really thank you for that. The reason I'm solo this week is because first of all, first and foremost, the universe started working against me. When I sat down to record with Emily last week, I had had no, no microphone issues whatsoever. I had recorded like two other podcasts earlier in the week. All of a sudden, microphone issue, microphone doesn't work. So I actually had to record that episode via my like computer, if that makes sense. Um, and then it just, I was like, okay, maybe that was something weird. It was not. My computer started to malfunction. It was a mess, but we got it together just in the nick of time. I had one other recording earlier this week that you guys will hear on Monday. Um, and uh, yeah, it, it got, it buckled together. But the other reason I am solo this week is because there's some things that I've, I've been wanting to talk to y'all about um and things that that have been weighing on me um within like the bravo sphere or the bravo's verse whatever you want to call it um pop culture things like that and i said you know i feel like it's time for me to just sit down one-on-one with my listeners and just talk it out talk it out okay (laughs) um now a lot of what i have to go over this week is news related. I mean, I'm going to, I'm going to touch on the shows, but when I tell y'all I was lost, I was like literally lost because I knew that Real Housewives of Atlanta went off. No, I watched a whole season, but I like, I was seriously sitting here like I'm missing something. I'm missing something. And don't sit here and tell me Salt Lake City came back on. Y'all know how I feel about them. Y'all know how I feel about them. I feel nothing. Okay. Because I don't even have, don't even have anything to touch on about that episode this week. I've already forgotten it. Poof, out of my mind. Bye. (laughs) Y'all know I'm going to, I'm doing it for you guys. So I hope you know that I am doing it for y'all. I'm going to keep watching it, but let's get into the tidbits. Okay. So I was on the TikTok, like I always am. I love that app. And obviously a lot of my algorithm has to do with reality TV, housewives, yada, yada. So this video came up and honestly, I almost, I did scroll past it. And then I said, hold on a minute. 
I went back and it was this girl doing a story time and she was talking about none other than Bethany Frankel. And I was like, what has the lady done now? Because it's always something child. So she goes on to explain like how she was contacted by a producer or something or a scout for a reality TV show about moms, working moms, I believe it was moms that own their own business, something of that nature. And she says, you know, it wasn't her first time um, being either recruited, trying to be recruited for reality TV or like something like that. She's in the business. So uh, she goes on to tell the story about how all of this started before COVID. COVID happens. Production is paused on a lot of things. You got to, got to do, 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 do. Well, long story short, I guess Bethany has made, and I don't follow Bethany on TikTok and a lot of her stuff doesn't pop up on mine. Some of it does. Some of it does. But, and I scroll right past it because I feel about her a lot of the ways I feel about Lisa Renna, but it's neither here nor there right now. Um, I guess Bethany had been making videos, making fun of her and y'all like, we know Bethany, we know Bethany. But even I was like, I cannot believe in this day and age, Bethany is on the internet making fun of this girl like this. Like in the thing that just, ooh, you know what? Let me, let me not even say that. Cause there are multiple things that ooh, me about Bethany, but the, the, one of the things that just grinds my fucking gears about Bethany is mama. Do you think that we could not go in on you? Like she's talking about this woman and honestly, the woman is handling it well because I would have started like a whole, whole ass internet feud with Bethany based off the fucking shit that she was saying. Like she was like talking about like, oh, because the girl shared some clips, she said something along the lines of like a woman who lays on her back and then does this and then gets the check. I don't have her any respect for that or something like that. And I was like, what the fuck is that supposed to mean? This woman owns a business. What the business is, I'm not hundred percent sure, but I could tell she was successful and she did say she owned the business. Okay. That's one more business than I own. Shit. And like, Bethany, you did not write the fucking book on being a successful businesswoman. Are you a successful businesswoman? Absolutely. There's no denying that. There's no denying that. But you don't get to sit here and act like if somebody, if a woman, man, and any anybody does not follow and does not agree with your ways of business, then they're wrong. Like, Please, please. There are plenty of successful people in the world. You're literally not even one of the richest people in the fucking world or the United States. So pipe the fuck down. And honestly, not even that. Like the way she was talking about this girl was straight up bullying. And then it was weird because she made multiple videos and mama like was really just explaining the facts. She she came with her car facts. She came with the receipts. And it was it was sad. And I was just like, why, Bethany? Why? You know, I saw this tweet one time and I can't remember if I said this on here before, but I'm going to say it again. If I did, it said the worst thing we ever did as a society was let Bethany Frankel know she was funny. And I fucking agree with that because Bethany is a funny when put up against the likes of a Ramona, Luann, Carol, you know, that whole clique. She is funny. I love watching those early seasons of Roni, Bethany in her heyday. She has great commentary when she's around those ladies. Take her away from those ladies. She comes off like a fucking asshole all the time. And I mean, I don't even need to get into the 
ignorant comments that she's made all around, all around, <laughs> offended so many communities. And it's just one of those things that is like, we made a mistake there because mama thinks that every fucking thing she says and does is the gospel. And it's not. You were a great reality TV star. Not going to take that away from you. But God, calm down. I was just like, oof, yeesh. All right. And I'm sure the woman who um, Bethany was making fun of, the I don't want to call her a mommy blogger because it's not what it, it was. And she said Bethany wanted to name the show like something like kind of silly, like Mommy Mafia or whatever. And she was not down with that. But um, she goes into like the contracts that they made her sign, um, how they were trying to like police her social media, which she made a lot. She makes a lot of money off social media, tried to tell her what she could and could not post on TikTok, things of that nature. And she's like that it would have taken up a lot of her income. And honestly, for me, for me, what I was hearing was that it sounded like Bethany and the production company, the network, whoever was all behind this, were really trying to hold her back. And this is my thing with Bethany. I really do feel like she gets threatened by other women easily that she sees potential in and she will try and hold them back. That's just me. No one asked me, but you are on my podcast right now called Who Asked Me? So don't don't come in my inbox talking about look at you there. No. Okay. The contract she was talking about and the, you know, the things that they were trying to go after her for for, very bizarre. Very bizarre. But I just wanted to add that in there because I needed to talk about it. If you guys don't know what I'm talking about and you want to see, um, DM me on Instagram and I'll send you homegirls TikToks because I got all up in that shit. Um, next things next. I haven't really posted about this much on the podcast Instagram, but if you follow my personal Instagram, I have not, not stopped. Okay. I've probably posted a video every other day about it because since I heard about it, um, so many feelings, so many feelings have, festered in me. And I know some people actually funny thing. Uh, somebody reported a video that I shared stating facts about this matter. Um, and it didn't get taken down that it was like under review or whatever. And I just took it down because I was like, I'm not going to argue this because obviously somebody is in their fucking feelings about something that doesn't belong to them, but that is Haley Bieber. Okay. And I've, there's a lot of conversations about this. If you don't know what I'm talking about, first things first, a while ago, like when the quote unquote clean girl aesthetic started becoming popular. So i.e. the like slick back, slicked back hair, um, like no messy ponytails, like really slick back hair, low buns, um, hoops, gold or silver hoops, um, you know, minimal makeup, things like that. When that started becoming popular, everyone was like, oh, Hailey Bieber look, Hailey Bieber look. No. I don't know where the fuck y'all got that that was a Hailey Bieber look, but black and brown women have been wearing their hair slicked back in low buns since the beginning of time. When I tell y'all I could not go out the house unless my hair was slicked back when I was a kid, I fucking mean it. Okay. The gold, the heavy gold jewelry or like any, any type of really like statement gold pieces in general. Black and brown women been doing that shit, okay? So that was one thing. I posted about that when everybody was like, you know, talking about the Hailey Bieber aesthetic, things like that. But then, but then a video was made by one of like the blogs or whatever 
um, saying Haley Bieber has coined this new lip, the brownie glaze lip, and it's literally dark brown lip liner and a clear gloss. Now, that's about when I had enough because I am a black person. I'm a black woman. I have darker lips. I have a natural lip line. Okay. The way that it took me a long time. Like I grew up watching my mom line her lips. I have my, my mom's lips and my lips are two totally different things. The way I used to cry after school, like because of something someone said to me, always a white person, never a black person, always a white person about the way my lips look because I have the natural like brown lip line. I used to bawl my eyes out. You know, people used to say to me, like, I looked like I dipped my lips in an ashtray. Even as an adult, I got asked if I smoked cigarettes because my lips were black. My lips aren't black, but I mean, they're brown. I don't care. They match, they match my skin. You know what I mean? Um, yeah, I got asked this all the fucking time. And my mom used to tell me like, sweetie, I wish I had lips like yours. I wish I had that natural lip line. And like I said, I grew up watching. My mom still don't leave the house without her fucking lips lined, okay? And some gloss over them. And I am 30 years old. I've been watching my mom do that to her lips for since the beginning of my time. Latina women, same thing. They created it. Why? Because there were no lip liners back in the day that had shades that were for us, for black and brown women, because beauty industry didn't give a fuck about us. Okay. So for, and I, I've heard, I've seen some, a couple people say like, it's not even about Hailey Bieber. Like, you know, but no, no, no. It kind of is for me. It kind of is because for the second time now, for the second time now, she has taken something that black and brown women started. And let's, let's play this. Let's say somebody in her team said, oh, we should do this. You should push this. You didn't do any fucking research. You didn't say, oh, actually women in black and brown communities have been doing this forever. And I just like this trend and I'm going to adopt it. None of that was said. None of it. And she still, from my knowledge, she still has not addressed anything of the sorts. But while she got on a podcast and talked about how she got her husband, which I don't fucking care about. I cannot stress that enough. You've been married to that man for like four or five fucking years. Didn't care back then. Don't care now. I don't, I'm, I say this all the time. I'm sure the girl gets wild inboxes, wild DMs on Instagram and on all social media. I'm sure every celebrity does, whether I like them or not. However, comma, furthermore, that I don't think that people are spending a lot of their time still festering over him and Selena Gomez and you like correct me if I'm wrong somebody please but the way she was talking about this was like they were the Brad and Angelina and Jennifer Aniston I never thought it was that big of a deal I knew the kind of timeline I don't give a fuck I don't give a fuck and I care more about why you are appropriating when and, and not acknowledging it. I care more about that than how you got your man. Okay. Teffy, if you follow Hello Teffy on um, TikTok, Instagram, all of that, she said it best too. She said, I think people care about 
you being rude to waiters because I, when she said that, I immediately fucking forgot about that. She has a history of allegedly being rude to waitstaff as well. Why are we not talking about that? I did not cut. I, well, I didn't go to the interview at all. I saw clips because I'm not listening to that podcast. I cannot. And y'all know I was a server and a waiter for a long time or server and a waiter, server and a bartender for a long fucking time. That is a strike against me as well. But there are black and brown women that literally have been bullied, called ghetto, called ratchet, called everything in the fucking book. Doing what she is claiming is to be her aesthetic, her clean girl aesthetic, her this or that. Now, and people are eating it the fuck up. So let me ask you, if you are a person who doesn't, who eats that shit up and doesn't realize when you see that on a black or brown person, but you see it on her, what is the fucking difference? What is the fucking difference? And I'm not, I'm not going to get over this and I'm not going to get off of it because I cannot stress to you how many, not only myself, how many fucking other black and brown women were bullied over doing things that we saw our moms do, their moms do. This shit has not new to us. It's true to us, okay? Seriously, and if you, honestly, if you don't give a fuck, like if you're like, I don't care where she got it from, I don't care that she stole from y'all, that, you need to check yourself. You need to check yourself because I promise you, I promise you, if like an influencer or another like Kylie Jenner, for example, if she started doing that and calling it her aesthetic and her idea, y'all would be up in arms about it. Y'all would care if another white woman took that shit. So in the words of Isis from Bring It On, I know you don't think a white girl made that shit up. Educate yourself for real, for real, because I'm done. Okay. And the last thing I want to talk about before we get into the shows. So Last week, I told y'all my unhinged theory about thinking that Kathy had a Rena takedown plan. Okay. Then, since then, a few things, a few little tidbits have come out and not to boast, but a few of y'all have come in my inbox like, oh, wait a minute. I can kind of see this now. And I appreciate that. Okay. So, what I want to say is that's a silly, goofy theory that I believe to be true. Okay. But it's not harming anybody. It's really not. Okay. I'm just saying I have no facts, but from what I see on my TV screen, I think that, you know, Kathy's out to take Rena down. Right. I commented that on a Instagram post of somebody's just engaging in the content. Harmless. Um, I got a reply from someone saying that I sounded like a Trump supporter for simply saying, I swear, I think Kathy had this plan to take down Rena the whole time. I got told that I sound like a Trump supporter. So first of all, I'm not a Trump supporter if you didn't fucking realize that. Um, but secondly, this has been my issue with the whole Lisa Rena thing the entire time and her supporters rather, because make no mistake, that person made it very clear that they love Lisa Rena just by commenting that. I cannot stress enough. I've, I feel like I have stressed this point to the bank. Okay. Not really to the bank because I don't make any fucking money off of it, but I will say it again. 
I am not a Kathy Hilton stan. I am not a person that's like, Kathy would never. I think she would. I absolutely think she would say something racist and homophobic. However, what we're talking about when it comes to this season is if and what she said when she was having her meltdown with Rena. Rena made everyone believe, well, I shouldn't say made. Rena insinuated a lot of things before the season. Where do we think the rumor came from that first Kathy said something homophobic and then it was something racist? And y'all, again, I, I said back then when that rumor first came out, I said, oh, I believe it. I believe it 120%. And I still am not sitting here saying that Kathy would never say something homophobic or racist. What I'm saying is I don't think she said anything homophobic or racist in that incident in Aspen. And you know why I think that? Because what we're seeing on the show right now, Rinna did not even say, she has not mentioned as far as the show is concerned, what we're viewing right now on our TV screens. She has not said, oh my God, Kathy said awful things. It was racist. It was homophobic. It was disgusting. What Rinna has said was that Kathy said mean things about her sister, mean things about Doree, mean things about everybody on the cast. And again, I will stress this again. Who has not had a very fucking bad day at work and came home and said, oh my God, these fucking idiots. If you have not, I'm happy for you. You know how to separate and disengage unlike the rest of us, okay? But a lot of people have. And make no mistake, these are her coworkers. These women are fucking coworkers. Their job is to provide us with entertainment on this TV show, sell us some shit, okay? That's what I'm saying. You oversold, Rena. okay? So to tie it all back, make a circle a circle, uh, where I believe the whole... um homophobic, racist, you know, insensitive thing came from, from her is because as we know, as we remember, Kathy skipped the finale party, which we saw last night to go to Trump's Super Bowl party, I guess. Okay. Whatever. I'm not shocked. I'm not fucking shocked. I've seen plenty of many of pictures of Kathy and Trump together. And I don't think that that is a woman that would be like, I'm not going to be friends with Donald Trump because he said all this fucking ignorant ass shit. No. She's rich and she's white. That's not how her fucking mind works. And I'm not saying that I would, I'm like, oh yeah, Kathy got, like, I don't fucking care that she was at Trump's party because Lisa was just in Hawaii with Diana, who has ties to Epstein. Lisa also has a husband that wore a shirt with a fucking ignorant symbol on it. And if you don't know what I'm talking about, ask me and I'll tell you. Okay? Like, Lisa has called Star Jones a monkey. Lisa has used A-A-V-E. Like, Lisa has done a lot of stuff, okay? She tried to rally. She tried to rally people into thinking Kathy was ignorant when the shit wasn't popping off like she wanted it to about Aspen. And honestly, I am even more solidified in my opinion on that and my theory on that just from based on what I watched last night on the finale. Her and... Erica looking like dumb and dumber when they're, they're obviously stewing that shit wasn't hitting the way they thought it would hit. And you know, 
I think Garcelle hit the nail on the head for the most part with me. It was to get the attention, the negative attention off of Erica. But, and I just said this on my Instagram story earlier. If you ask me, if you ask me, would I rather be known for an incident on a night that I had probably had too much to drink and was really stressed and I talked shit on some of my coworkers and called them and my sister fucking stupid and dumbasses or, or, and I'm going to go easy on Erica here. I'm going to, I'm going to let up on her because she's, she's racking up the, the, uh, thrown out court cases and she thinks that's fucking something. Don't get me started. Y'all already know how I feel about that. I'm going to go easy on her. Or would I rather be known as the wife of a disbarred lawyer who simply doesn't want to give all her gifts back and am on fucking TV saying, I don't care about anybody but myself. We don't even know where the victims are in the laundry list of other ignorant ass shit that she has fucking said. If you ask me, I would rather be known for the breakdown in Aspen and saying mean shit about my sister and her friends because that's who they are to to Kathy. You're her little sister and her friends. I don't understand what is so hard of the dynamic for people to see about this. So I'm, I was very irritated. Okay. Don't ever come at me saying you think, you know, my political beliefs based off of a silly, goofy comment about a fucking silly, goofy TV show. Do you understand how warped that is? I didn't, do you, like, that man stands for pure ignorance. So making a comment about, oh my God, I think that so-and-so set so-and-so up on Real Housewives of Beverly Hills and comparing it to the shit that Trump has said, you've got to be fucking delusional. And that's my problem with Rena. She's got people thinking, oh, if you agree, and I'm using air quotes here, agree with Kathy in any way, shape, or form, you're ignorant. No, I don't even agree. Honestly, Rena, Kathy agrees with you. She said she had a breakdown. She said, I lost my temper. She's agreeing with you. But you keep wanting to drive the boat. You want to drive the boat. You want to play producer and cast member. You want to play puppet master cast member you want to play kyle's sister in in cast cast member it's weird it's fucking weird y'all it is really weird now we might as well just get into beverly hills while i'm already here and i'm already worked up so i will say this this season lasted eons eons of more bullshit that i didn't really fucking need for the life of me i don't fucking understand why it seems like Beverly Hills goes on for so fucking long and like Atlanta went by like that. My Potomac girls are coming back this week. I already know this season's about to fly by because I have a good ass time with them, okay? Ooh, you know what? I did forget one other thing, but we can circle back because I love to circle back, just not at actual work. We got to talk about Mia and Gordon. Anyways, continuing on with Beverly Hills. I don't understand why these seasons are so long. It, it drives me insane, okay? Because I feel like we got, there were episodes of Beverly Hills that I couldn't even tell you what happened. There are weeks that I could, I'm, if you gave me a pop quiz on it, give me a Scantron, baby. I'm gonna fuck it up. I'm gonna get F, okay? And that's unlike me. I'm a star student when it comes to Real Housewives. But I, can't, I could not tell you, honestly, truly. I could not fucking tell you. Now, 
What I will say is the trailer for the reunion dropped today. I, I cannot believe I'm saying this, but your girl, she got the chills. She got the chills. And y'all know I can't fucking stand when something for Housewives drops and people are like, oh my God, I'm shaking. Oh my God, I have the chills. And I'm like, really? Because I don't, but maybe I'm just a cold hearted bitch. You know, I've done some inward thinking because I know when people are like shaking, screaming, crying, throwing up at this trailer, I'll literally be sitting there like, I think something's wrong with me. And I know it can't be that I'm losing my fandom because I love the mess. I love Housewives. I still do. But it's just like, it's not hitting like it used to, but whatever. When I saw that Beverly Hills trailer, I said, oh my God. Oh my God. They they might be onto something. They might be onto something. Now, let me, t- let me say this from the trailer. Kathy said, Rena, you are the biggest bully in Hollywood. Do I think she's the biggest bully in Hollywood? No. In that circle that like that they run in, you know, the Beverly Hills circle, that Kris Jenner, Vanderpump, all that. Do I think she's the biggest bully there? Yes, I do. And I also, I'm just going to say, I'm just going to say, Kathy's daughter is also known to be a bit of a bully. So maybe we, maybe we should dial that back a little bit. Maybe we should get a little bit specific, Kathleen. Get a little specific, okay? I'm just saying. I'm just saying, okay? When <laughs> Erica and Renna are at the table and they're like, these two are coming for me. These two are, oh, me too. Oh, me too. I don't even know what I was watching. Just much like I said, all season with them and plus Diana. I don't know what I'm watching here. What, what, what are we doing? What are we doing? Okay. Because I, part of me, part of me is like, did they, did the Fox Force 5, did they plan this? Like the whole thing? Like, okay, we're going to argue with Kyle because people want to see us not all be on the same page. Because it's some, I don't know what it was. I don't know what it was, guys. You know, I look at this shit kind of like too, too in depth, obviously. I don't know what it was, but part of me was like when Rena and Erica were looking at Kyle and she was sitting in that chair. I just got like a sense of like, they all knew what they were doing there. I don't fucking know. But that, and that's just a small percentage of me. I'll be honest. The other part of me, I really see Erica and Rena looking at Kyle like, I can't believe you're fucking doing this. Which may also made me think, was Kyle hip to them wanting to go after Kathy to a certain extent? To a certain extent, like just bring the heat a little bit and then they took it too far. And now they're like, Kyle knew that we were going to, you know, apply some pressure to Kathy and now she's acting like this. I don't know. I think way too much about this shit, guys. (laughs) I really fucking do. I'm a housewives conspiracy theorist. I really fucking am, okay? Not a real life conspiracy theorist. Let's be clear, okay? Let's be very fucking clear. But I'm a housewives conspiracy theorist, okay? And baby, when fucking, when Kyle said, or when Erica said, I'm gonna need to see the receipts. And Kaya said, I'm sure we can get that over to you. I don't know why she, to me, she said that like a former restaurant manager. I don't, something in me clicked because I promise you, I have had to write somebody up or something of another and had, and they've been like, that wasn't me. That wasn't me. And I've been like, here we go. 
There's your receipts, babe. So that's not you. That's not you right there. And then there was a clip released today that apparently us in the United States didn't get to see, which I'm very fucking confused about. It was on Instagram and I don't, I can't see why they would delete it or, you know, because I don't, listen, I'm not about to get legal. I'm not about to act like Erica and say like, oh, I understand the law to the nth degree. I could be a lawyer. I just don't have my, I'm not going to say that at all. I just don't understand why they would leave it out because it's not really like damaging. Um, And of course that's about Erica's publicist which I just mentioned. And apparently Erica has the same publicist as Nikki um, Hilton, Kathy's younger daughter. And Erica's like, we have the same publicist and it would not be in his best interest. Mama, mama, again, I'm gonna say, if you ask me, if you ask me, who would I rather have as in good standing, who would I rather be in good standing with as a publicist or anything for that matter? It's going to be the Hiltons, baby. It's going to be the Hiltons. Okay. So, and I feel like I kind of saw Erica shake a little bit because when she was like, it would not be in his best interest to go against his client. You, mm, yes, you're his client. And I agree. It wouldn't be, I don't, I, I wouldn't do business that way. Um, but something tells me if he did go against you and did, you know, was working as a double agent. I'm sure the Hiltons have said that they will take care of him and that he need not worry about you. Okay. Not to mention also Erica claiming that no, 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 nothing's going to take the attention off of Erica. Like, like as if she's more famous. I don't know. Cause I'm interested to see how this reunion plays out as far as um, Kyle goes, because she, once again, she was saying a lot of stuff in the fucking confessionals, but not to them ladies face. Now she, she got a little bit more buck with them to their faces, which I appreciated, but I don't know. And I said this on Instagram and I honestly, I'm pretty exhausted about just like standing up for myself and other black women and calling out double standards, at least as far as this episode goes, make no mistake. I'm always going to do it. Lisa telling, asking Garcelle, why do you have an attitude when Garcelle is sitting there cool and calm as a cucumber, just simply staring at her triggered me in a way that I almost cannot even fucking explain to people because I am an Aries as y'all, y'all know, I'm a very emotional, excited, theatrical person. The way that I have literally turned myself into like a statue sometimes when somebody's coming at me with the bullshit and to like pull to Garcelle and just been like oh okay all right sure and then and we're talking white people here come at me saying like what is wrong with you why do you have an attitude I do not I'm just listening to what you have to say and I'm saying okay because if I react another way that's also going to be an issue so I literally have no choice here Actually, the only other choice you're giving me is to simply not be here, which I think you would prefer, probably. It's just so fucking ignorant. I don't want to hear shit come out of Rena's mouth about racism, homophobia, anything, because she is so ignorant in 
how she touches on these situations. I say this all the time. You can share a black square. You can vote for Biden or, you know, vote left. You can do on paper all of the things of a person who, and I'm using air quotes, would it be racist? Would it be homophobic? Would it be transphobic? Would it be any of the, you know, phobics or racist isms, anything like that. You can do on paper, you can present yourself to be that, but how you act when you are met with the exact person that you swear you're standing up for, that's what matters. How Rena acts, how I've seen her act, okay? How I, and I, cause I want to be very clear, how I've seen her act on my television screen with a black woman is very micro and macro aggressive. How I've seen her act. I remember when she called Star Jones a monkey. I remember that very well. It tainted how I felt about her forever. I remember that. What you're showing me there is you can put on any fucking outfit you want, Renna. You can say vote for Biden all you want to. You can say, I don't give a fuck. How I see you act towards black women is dangerous as fuck. Fuck you. Honestly, truly. It's just so fucking ignorant. I can't do it. It makes me fucking sick. All right. Erica, she's ignorant towards people. Really, truly, she's ignorant towards people. <laughs> like, I, I I, just can't. Okay. I am exhausted. I'm exhausted. I feel like this season, I feel like every season of Beverly Hills ages me. It ages me beyond my years. Okay, that was so fucking dramatic. But y'all know what I'm saying, okay? <laughs> I'm ready to wrap it up. They did not mention how many parts the reunion was going to be, and it better not be fucking four. You know, Tom Hamlet said this on um, Dumpster Dive, like last week or week before that. I used to be a person that loved reunions. I used to be a person that loved reunions, okay? Now... I'm kind of like, like if even the Atlanta reunion, I had a fine time this season and watching Atlanta, even the Atlanta reunion. I was like, all right, we can be done now. We, we can go. We can wrap it up. Pa! They better get to the meat and the bones of this Beverly Hills shit quick, fast and in a hurry. Cause I'm going to lose interest. Okay. <sighs> all right. I think that's all I have to rant about. I think we can have a fun time the rest of this episode. <laughs> okay. So today a lot happened. We got that unseen footage of Beverly Hills. Then we got the trailer for Beverly Hills. And then Mia posted this. And let me just tell y'all, first of all, they've been getting on us a lot about our phones, being on our phones at work. And it's very annoying because I'm a grown ass woman. Okay. I'm a grown ass woman with a side hustle. And if I'm being, actually, I'm not going to say that right here because I still work there. But anyways, I ran to the bathroom. Okay. Because what I saw was not Mia's actual post. It was like a repost from a blog and it had the post and then a picture of her and Gordon right next to it. And in big letters, it says, please pray for my family. Now me, what I thought immediately I said, Oh no, I hope nothing happened to Gordon. Damn. That's going to be crazy because it was giving very much that. Right. So it says, please pray for my family. Gordon's brothers, who he trusted to support and carry on the family legacy, has recently revoked his access to the company bank account while we're out of the country. I've since learned that my salary will no longer continue past the next payroll cycle due to my unwavering loyalty to Gordon. The thought that the person who Gordon selected to run our empire and thought he thought 
to run our empire and who he thought, sorry, y'all, would be the one to care for me and the kids has now manipulated the organizational structure and robbed us of everything we own. Gordon and I built this company from the ground up and brought family. Now, why is this so small? And brought on family members since 2013. Never would we think that after a decade of building generational wealth and opportunities would end up taking being taken from us overnight. If you can't trust family, who can you trust? My heart is completely empty. So I was like, damn, that's crazy. Immediately, immediately, I was like, are we talking about the massage envies? Because I'm a little confused because like, I know she's got some side businesses, like maybe cosmetics or maybe not cosmetics. She got something else for herself over there. Um, and then I, I know there's, a, there's some more side business going on. So I was like, we can't be talking about massage envy. But then there was a caption. It said, sorry, love's been going through it. Life at time feels impossible. She at the joint Cairo. The joint massage envies are the same. Either the joint, maybe I misspoke. The joint massage envy, y'all know what I'm talking about. She asked the joint Cairo, D, hashtag DMV, hashtag Maryland. I'm not giving up on y'all. I will fight this fight and regain my hashtag power, right? Just want to let you all know, because I love seeing our hashtag ROP fans in our offices, but I won't be running into you for a little bit. I don't even feel comfortable recommending you to continue visit without having a direct influence on the operations. Although, please know I will forever value and appreciate your love and support. I've never experienced such pain. I practically birthed these clinics, so <laughs> I'm feeling defeated right now. God has been preparing me for the ultimate fight of my life. Hashtag break the chain, hashtag generational wealth, quote, I just can't give up now. I've come too far. I'm going to take a break there because there's more to read, right? So Gordon is a franchise owner. And yes, he owns a lot of the joint chiropractics in the DMV Maryland area. If you like, we understand what franchises are, but Gordon didn't invent the joint chiropractic. Like he didn't invent them. He just owns a good amount of them. So to say like we built these from the ground up, like, okay, like I'm, I'm kind of following you. Gotcha. Whatever. And I remember how you told the story. I think he had those before you were married to him, Mia. When it comes to day-to-day -day operations, I don't have anything to say. Um, I'm not going to base it off of what you showed me last year on the television program that you were on because <laughs> as somebody who's been an operational manager multiple times over, I, you know what, let me, let me, let me move on because child, last thing I need is me up in my DMs. <laughs> so then some, and I find this weird because it says that this comment is pinned. And I think this is from a family member. It says, but you won't tell the whole truth though, sleepy emoji. Then Mia replies and says, what's the whole truth, Brittany? You know, your granddad and aunts and uncles would not own medical office if, offices if it wasn't for Gordon. Let's start there. Secondly, what am I leaving out? I would love to know. Let me tell you something about Mia. She is one of those people I could tell, I could tell. She's one of them people that like, she, you know, she'd be bluffing. You know, she'll be leaving stuff out conveniently, but then she bluffs so well, she'll keep it going. <laughs> and it's like, you know, when you're, you're kind of tussling with somebody and you're like, you don't want me to say this. And they're like, oh, say it. And it's like, oh, wow. You really think I, you really think I won't. Okay. Because they believe in the good in you. 
Okay. Not me though. Don't believe in the good in me because if you go low, I'm going to fucking hell. Like Candy and Michelle Obama said, Michelle Obama didn't say that, but I know that's what she wanted to say. That's my girl. Anyways, continuing on. Then this Britney girl says, so what you saying? G this is G is the reason why my family has money. No, ma'am. You already know the truth. And I'm not about to go there with you. As my granny says, when the floodgates open, all will be revealed. I'm not about to read this long ass comment that Mia put because she responded to somebody else, yada, yada, blah, blah. Long story short, at the end of this, to wrap it up, Brittany said, okay, Mia, laughing, laughing, laughing. Out of respect for my grandfather, I'm done talking about this because once again, the truth will come to light. Now, let me tell y'all what I, how I assess this situation just as I see it on the Instagram comments as it's taking place for all of us to see, okay? Okay. What I think is that Mia and Gordon were probably paying themselves too much fucking money. And the family has probably told them, y'all need to pump the brakes. Like we got money, but we ain't got that much money. And it's probably, it's giving like a robbing Peter to pay Paul type of situation. So I doubt that they're struggling in any way, shape or form. But when you overspend, like, and you take from other spaces of a business, like that that's going to start to show. And Lord only knows how long that might've been happening. This is just my theory. This is what I see based on like the, the argument and kind of how it, how just my interpretation pretty much. I, <laughs> and also based on her saying like, I won't be getting a paycheck. Like girl, you still got Bravo checks, please, please, please. Okay. Mia has such a fun, like false sense of, <laughs> just false sense of things. Okay. I'm not saying the woman's not smart. I'm not saying anything of that nature. I'm just saying this reads you, you had this whole thing play out on the interwebs for all of us to see. Okay. And I just find a lot of things funny. I don't really care for Mia. Um, I would say she throws rocks and hides her hand, but she doesn't even do that. She throws water right in front of the camera onto Wendy, but that's, we'll get there. We'll get there. It was a mess, honey. It was a mess. I don't know if she wants to, you know, like put up a GoFundMe link to help them. I don't know. But this is mess that I would like to see instead of whatever she's going to try and sell us this season because Mia pissed me off last season talking about, um, this is not what I thought it was going to be. I want to be on like a classier franchise like Beverly Hills. Okay, well, mama, you back. I see you in the cast picture. I see you at the table throwing shit yet again. You're here. So shut up and work. Damn. Oh, I can't wait for those ladies to be back. I love, love Real Housewives of Potomac. Candace has been giving interviews, right? And one of them got taken down because she she said a lot. She said a lot, okay? She let us know that she is not worried about Jizzy and Chris. There ain't no way. And like, to be honest with you, I can see Chris being flirtatious, like with all of the ladies. Um, I still don't like whatever the, the trailer was insinuating of like when he dm dashley like damn should have came up or whatever because I don't, I don't like that that's not how it would be in my marriage but that's my marriage okay whatever but i can see chris flirting with giselle and giselle and then that ashley stuff came out come out and then giselle's like oh he hit on me too i can y'all tell i miss these women because i'm already making up stories lines in my head and i haven't even seen shit yet okay but also candace mentioned that her and portia get into like a blow out fight in Thailand on real house or yeah, real girls trip. 
Yeah, Real Girls Trip 3. Y'all. When I tell you I was the least excited about that season, just because, like, it, you've heard me and Raven talk about it. It doesn't make any sense. No rhyme or reason. Like, okay, who put these people together? There's so many, there's so many other pairings I could do, but whatever. I want to see Portia and Candace argue. That shit is going to be fucking good. I need a release date. Give it here. Y'all can't see me, but I'm doing that. Give it. Give it here. <sighs> okay. That's where we're going to go ahead and wrap up this episode. I don't really have anything else to talk about. I cannot promise you that we're going to be back to having um, guests next week because your girl has procrastinated. So I might be by myself again this week um, or this week, next week. Might be by myself again next week. We shall see. Y'all know where you can find me on Instagram at who asked me podcast. If you want to follow my personal page, it's at Zell's life, S E L L E S L I F E. I finally created a buy me a coffee. I recorded with Taria yesterday and she was like, you need to get a buy me a coffee. So you can find me at buymeacoffee.com backslash who asked me zero. Um, you know, I, I love a good coffee. I can't promise that it'll always be coffee. I'm totally kidding. I'm totally kidding. <laughs> but also, if you want to find me over at TikTok, you can find me there. It is also Zell's Life, S-E-L-L-E-S Life. Okay. I'll talk to y'all next week and in the DMs. Bye. All right, guys, really quickly, as I was editing this, um, I realized that I forgot to let you all know we are still doing the um, We Should Talk series. I will have a new episode of it out this upcoming Monday. Um, like I said, I had some computer issues earlier in the week, um, but it's going to be with Hannah A. Brown. When it comes to the, to the We Should Talk series, I am going to, you know, start asking you guys and engaging with you all more on what you'd like to hear, what topics you'd like to hear me and my guests talk about, as well as, you know, what guests you'd like to hear from me. Now, let's not get crazy. Please don't tell me you want me to talk to Viola Davis because y'all know this is not going to happen. Y'all know that is just not going to happen. But I'm going to start, you know, doing some polls on Instagram, asking y'all what topics you want us to go over and things of that nature. So please look out for the newest segment, We Should Talk, this Monday and Mondays moving forward. Okay. Bye.